0: Thought Bubble Audio.
1: Welcome to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the podcast where the two of us talk to all of you about the CW's hit show, Supergirl. I'm Frank, and with me, as always, is the guy who this episode is
0: all about, but then he's only going to be in part of it. Tim! Would you say I'm in part of it, or would you say I'm in approximately two to three scenes? That's part. That's part, right? It's like, I'm like the Marlon Brando of Apocalypse Now. Yes. It's really all about you, but you're barely in it. But when you're there, perhaps you're there, or perhaps you're not there at all, Frank. Who's to say? I know. Because you're a hologram. What? Whoa. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that you're um, a little bit more uh, like Anthony Hopkins. uh. You know, the as Masque Hannibal Zorro? Lecter. Oh, uh, sure. sounds like ah. the Lambs. You know, like 12 minutes wins him an Oscar, that type of thing.
0: Yes. I believe it was 17 minutes, but I I don't. Sure. Don't You're the one who does the movie that. podcast. I, you know, the Academy Awards
1: podcast. Uh, how are you
0: doing, bud? Oh, I'm doing great, Frank. How are you doing? I'm the doing real great, question. too. You sound real chipper today. I like that. I like being chipper. Hmm.
1: Chipper. I like being the chipper chicken. You are the chipper chicken of this podcast. I I would have to agree with you there. Um, yeah, it's a blast to be back, and it's a blast to read emails from all of our friends who sent us notes over at mail at SupergirlTVTalk.com, and I would love to read them to you uh, now if you would uh, be so kind as to let me do that. Please, God, read them to me. Please. I've just wow. been
0: waiting this whole time.
1: That is... The whole time. The whole time. Wow. you, Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, well, this first one comes to us from Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan uh, uh, wanted to clear up some things we were talking about last week uh, or a couple weeks ago when we said that we weren't sure how Manchester and Hat knew uh, about the fortress and the dwarf star key. Um, well, he, Jonathan points out that if you rewatch that scene, Manchester says to Hat, what else did your friend Mixie tell you?
0: I do believe I said that on the podcast. Okay. Okay, yeah, I, I guess I don't. Well.
1: I don't remember that, and I guess Jonathan must have missed it. So, apologies for that. But the other piece that Jonathan or
0: I made that up in my mind, and Jonathan was correct. Could so be one of those. Saying?
1: Could be one of those things where, like, you think it, and I'm you know, not sure if you said it out loud. they
0: uh, thinking it. I'm just saying it. There you go. Pirates. There you go.
1: The other thing Jonathan points out is uh, the first time we saw the signal watch, Jimmy's James's signal watch, uh, was way back in season one, episode three. Uh, when James used it to contact Superman to rescue Kara from Reactron, uh, he oh showed her the watch God. and promised to change to change it so that it would only contact her in the future. Uh, and then the last time, as someone pointed out last week, was in the season three premiere when James used it to bring Kara to Catco to inquire where her overdue article was, and then led to an argument, and then Kara resigned from Catco.
0: So. Nice. I completely forgot about Reactron.
1: You know, I forgot about Reactron, but I had this vague memory of of seeing the watch back as far as season one back in the CBS days.
0: Yes. Yes, that's what I thought too, but I forgot that they had like Superman show up but not show up. Yeah. Back in season one, I totally forgot about that. How far we've come. My I God. know, really. And and only only three
1: episodes in, they already kind of, you know, pulled the pulled the trigger on on a Superman appearance non-appearance like it's kind of i don't remember it that way you know but it's it is funny and the when you look back on it how that how that worked out
0: wow so thank yeah. you jonathan
1: for both of those uh notes we also got one here from lou uh, lou is a big fan of uh of supergirls and very kind things about our show he likes our new format he likes oh, thanks, that we, Lou. yeah he likes to we use chapters and in, in the podcasts which i don't talk about a lot but i actually do sit there every week and i i make each segment its own chapter so if you're losing using apple podcasts or overcast or any podcast player that supports chapters you can skip ahead to the next chapter if you want to and skip you know different segments um i didn't know that you did that i do that i sit down and do that every week so so uh for anyone out there who hasn't checked it out you can you can do that and you can just jump around to your favorite segments uh but uh Lou says, I'm on board with John Cryer playing Lex. Sometimes it's hard not to see uh, Alan Harper or Ducky on the screen. Kudos to his ability to portray one of uh, the all-time best comic book villains. Now for my comment. I thought you're depiction of matrix supergirl on the podcast missed some key points. So he's going to school us a little bit here. First she was created by uh, the Lex Luthor of a pocket universe per John Byrne and then sent to the post crisis universe initially looking like Lana Lang to get Superman's attention. Her career was nicely summarized by the Wikipedia article we put in the show notes, additional details. He's got he give us a link that I'll put in the show notes to for some more info on on matrix um, but he also says that the, they use the pocket universe to resolve one of the many problems created by Crisis on Infinite earth, which is how did the legion of superheroes form in a universe where Superboy never existed? Anyway, that uh, scope, the story is behind this beyond the scope of this email, but it's great reading. Keep up the great work. By the way, uh, Lou says his favorite Superman live action is with George Reeves, uh, okay. and he's correct in noting that he's one of mine as well. And Lou says that he remembers how excited he was in the '50s when his family would visit his aunt and uncle so that he could watch the adventures of Superman in color. Nice,
0: nice. I
1: don't, I don't quite, I don't quite go go uh, go that far back. You have more cred than I do, Lou, when it comes to that. But hats off to you. Always good to talk to a a fellow fan of the George Reeves Adventures of Superman series. So thank you for uh, that background info on. Uh, on our good friend matrix and i will i will be adding that link to the show notes uh that lou sent us and make sure that everyone can read up more on uh linda lee danvers and and uh, matrix and all all that good stuff uh and then one last one last thing here uh brent our good friend from the dctv squad cast uh, sent us this note to say you want corrections. Here you go. Tim mentioned <laughs> Tim mentioned Hulk was green uh, as an en- enemy of the military. Really, it was just easier for the color printing of the time. I think uh, I think you said something about that, but maybe maybe it didn't it didn't make it yeah, all the way Hulk up. Yeah. St-
0: Hulk started as gray, but it was boring. So and it was be- gray is hard to show up on page when you only have yep. a couple of colors to work with in the sixties. So they yeah. um, so they changed his color scheme to green. That's right. Yes, but yes technically yeah technically brent you are correct
1: yes you're Uh,
0: always correct because you're the best
1: i mean yes that's true brent did send us a link also about gray hulk so i'll be putting that in the show notes as well in case anyone is interested uh in reading more about that solid emails this week you guys a plus i want to keep that train rolling next week if you have uh something to add something to correct something you want to yeah keep that train rolling As
0: I haven't seen the sunshine since I don't know when, No, I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die.
1: Should you be admitting anyway, that in front of thousands of people?
0: What? No, I already admitted it in front of a jury of my peers, Frank. I don't know what you're about. <laughs> of your peers. peers. <laughs> Let's make that 32. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Well, thank you, everybody who sent us an email at mail at supergirltvtalk.com. Thanks very, very much. We appreciate each and every note that we get uh, and we cherish, we cherish them all. But uh, I also want to say thank you to our friends over at patreon.com slash Thought Bubble Audio who support this show uh, with their hard earned money, their hard earned cash for as little as a buck a month. uh, You can support us, too, and you can make This show happen, you can make all the Thought Bubble Audio podcasts happen uh with a little bit of financial support. Uh the way you can do that is head on over to patreon.com slash thought bubble audio. It's the name of our network. Uh, and you can pledge a dollar. A dollar is all it takes, you can pledge more, but for as little as a dollar, you can get all of our uh bonus content. Uh things like Supergirl TV Talk first reactions, where uh, I share my first thoughts on an episode just minutes after it airs. I, I walk literally Finish watching the episode, walk in here in the studio and and start recording my my thoughts right off the bat um, as a little teaser of things that that Tim and I will talk about later. Uh, You can also get early access to episodes of our other shows like Beer with Geeks and Academy Rewind. Uh, You'll get previews of new podcasts that we're working on, all that kind of fun stuff uh, over at Patreon. So uh, if you like this show and you want to support it and help us keep going uh you know a quarter per episode is what it works out to if, if that's worth it to you if you wouldn't miss a dollar a month uh and you do enjoy the show head on over to patreon.com slash thought bubble audio and consider pitching in there to to help us out thank you thank you so much for your support all right tim why don't you hit me with the title for this episode and then let's launch into the launch into the show
0: hitting you with the title supergirl Season 4, episode 17, all about Eve. Great title. Misleading, but great title. Premiering on March 31st, 29th, 31st, 2019. Directed by Ben Hernandez-Bray. Written by Katie Rose Rogers and Brooke Pohl. Frank. Yes, sir. There were some, some good bits. There was some story time, village, and there was some Professor Comics Corner. We went a little out of order in these... This lovely time that we had together, you know, but let's, uh, you know, with Lex Luthor, but now that Lex is missing, quote unquote, you know, let let us go back into our regular time and let's uh, let's talk about Storytime Village. First and foremost, you know, first we got the, we got these themes. We got, you know, remembering who you are, your identity, very hook of all of them. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I wanted to be a father, you know? Oh, there you are, Peter. That's what I wanted to say to every time somebody Mm -hmm. figured out something about themselves. Oh, there you are, Jean. (laughs) I wanted to be a dentist. No, wait. I want to be a dentist. What? Anyway, (laughs) uh, good stuff. So um, so a couple of people are trying to, you know, people remembering who they are and being confident in who they are. Kara, obviously, um, in almost every episode, truly, you know, has to go through a little bit of that. Yeah. James, particularly in this episode, maybe one of the best James episodes we've ever had throwing it out there it was really solid. Uh, Jean, of course, and then and then Lena, and then we've, and then we have this idea of family bonds. Lena and the Luthers, which is a great sitcom name. <laughs> it's it's Lena, Lena and the Luthers. Um, Lena, Lex, and Supergirl, and then James and Kelly. So they kind of flow and tie together here, as all good themes really do. They should be working off of one another in tandem, as good storytelling dictates. So Frank, let's roll back up and let's talk about Kara really fast because. Most of this, most of the episode is really not about Kara, which is kind of refreshing in its own way. It's a big James and Lena centric episode. But Kara, as Supergirl, admitting that she was wrong about the Harnell, and she said, You know, like, yes, I see red sometimes. I feel the weight of the world on my shoulders. Since Superman left and Lex has been free, it feels heavier. I can't lose. I'm sorry, Lena. That's a huge moment for her. A oh huge yeah, moment.
1: huge moment, huge, huge moment, and like even Lena was surprised, right? She was like, "You're right," and, and Lena's like, "Excuse me, did you just tell me I was right? Are you um, excuse are you me. what? What? Yeah. what? yeah, I know. It's a big moment. It's it's a, it's a very big moment. I think um, I think that was some real growth for Kara to to you know re- rethink that and and to change her mind on such a something that she was so just dead set against." Um, the fact that she was like willing to reconsider that is, is a pretty big thing for
0: her. That's huge. I mean, i mean, Kara's pretty good about forgiving people for a lot. She's pretty good about forgiving people for a lot of things when she doesn't know them, but when she knows them, forget it. Like you better not double cross her. She is not good at letting things go that way. Um, and so that was real personal growth for her, and I, I i quite i quite enjoyed i quite enjoyed that moment, and it really tied and spoke to um, tied and spoke to Lena's story in this, because Lena is kind of being manipulated by her mother in this episode. It was nice to see Lillian again, as nice as it is to see a terrible, terrible human being, um, but she's she's being manipulated by her mother. You know, I like Lena's line, which is like, "At least I have a heart." And her mother's mm. line is an over an overrated organ, propped up. By, <laughs> yes, that's right. Pro- propped up by poets, and I'd be like, "You're right, but still cold, 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 cold." Like your prison cell, gotcha. Um, so, and she said, like her, you know, like, "Oh, your friends are going to desert you, blah blah blah." It's only your family that has your back, and blah blah. You know, all these things, you know, and. And and for Lena, she's like, well, I've already been kind of deserted once before, and you've, and the people I've chosen as my family, my actual family, will not desert me. I'm not going to be the one who gets deserted. It's going to be you, because Lex was coming to kill you. <laughs> uh, the
1: fact that Lillian was surprised by that, it's like, really? I mean, like, I, I get it. I get that she was like, what? No, I thought we were, but
0: like, also, like, your son is Lex Luthor. Right. Like, yeah, you don't, you don't know that Lex Luthor holds grudges. And, yeah. Yeah. But it's always, but they've always had, like, the way she talks about him, it's like, oh, my son Lex, he'll, you know, he's, he's, he's got it in all the right spots and stuff. You sure. Know, like, sure. Sure. Except the top of his head where he doesn't have anything. But yeah. He doesn't have any spots, right. which is good. Right. Yeah. He's cancer free. <laughs> uh, Now, is that what you you meant? Yeah.
1: No, I just meant that he's bald. Oh, now (laughs) it's true. (laughs) But now he is also cancer free. So
0: you're right. Both things are true. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, so Lena is afraid that her surrogate family is going to leave her because of her real family. This is something that Lena has struggled with since her first episode on the show. You know, people will disown me because of my family. This is her. This is the almost like the driving force what propels her to be a good person. I'm going to be good so people don't abandon me because she has abandonment issues because, you know, she you know, her mother died and then her real father died and Lillian was terrible and, you know, this the only person that was really good to her was Lex, who is not around and now trying to kill her anyway, sort of. Maybe not really, who's to say? So she's has she's struggling with this quite a bit. And this episode really brings that home for her or for me like she you know she um, this like Lena Alex and Supergirl teaming up even though Lena doesn't really get that that's Kara or maybe she does who's to say you know she's she's accepted her surrogate family over she's accepted her surrogate family over the Luthers and this is kind of the episode that pins it because when Supergirl is Framed when Supergirl was framed by Red Daughter at the White House, um, Lena and Alex are both like, Oh no, we know you would never do this, right? Right, exactly. We're gonna find out who did this together. Like, there was no, like, Oh my god, did you maybe do it? Did you not? They were like, Absolutely not, that wasn't you, we'll figure this out. Even though their eyes were telling them it was her, they were like, Nope, not her, yep, couldn't be Mm -hmm. impossible. Mm-hmm. and a few other people did Colonel Haley same thing you know Alex being like you know that's not Supergirl and Colonel Hay- for Colonel Haley to be like I know like
1: to her credit right like I feel like are we about to watch Colonel Haley flip like is she about to become one of the good guys I think so Frank I, I think, think we think might so. I was very ready for her to be like a, one of the like big bad part of it the season the she, yeah like i kind of expected her to be behind everything or or you know involved in it but f- when 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 she first when she first like started showing that like she didn't know what was happening like when she when she first like didn't know what the president was up to and stuff that's mm-hmm. when i started to think like well that's, this is not how i expected that to go I agree. Um and i'm starting to have hope that like maybe she ends up like flipping and and you know Joining joining the light side—that'd be
0: awesome. That seems to be where they're going. And I mean, for the, you know, the Supergirl and Lena and Alex to have this, like, oh, bygones, you know, like all, the yeah, same like I'm sorry, like by everything, because we mustn't forget that Alex doesn't know that Kara is Supergirl, and and Alex and Supergirl have not really been getting along mm-hmm. since that, you know, since um, she doesn't, Alex doesn't know who Supergirl really is, and so for Alex to then say bygones—that's a big deal for their relationship too. Because in some ways, Supergirl's getting her sister back without even really realizing it, and if Colonel Haley's becoming a good guy again, then we could be leaving that very dark woods of Alex not knowing who Car's other identity. Yep, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so that's, all that's really good. And I mean, that Lena, Alex, and Supergirl, That even before the bygones, Alex and Lena save Supergirl from Metallo 2, or whatever you want to metallo you know mm-hmm. 1.75 you know cuz it was a little step backwards it's a slight step backwards uh and but the um it, for it's just all compounds for Lena which i think it was which is which is really nice that's good for her agreed yeah agreed yeah, yeah this was a good lena episode this was a, yeah did you have a good lena moment
1: i mean i think when she walked out when she was with her mother and she at the very end of the episode w- started walking away and bluffed and knew that her mom was going to call her back and tell her where Lex was mm-hmm. and what he's up to that moment where she like the look on her face when she is walking out of the cell uh and and lillian calls her back that moment is like that that was my like
0: yes lena is the boss yeah, I, I agree. And she takes her time with it, too, which I think is really great. She says, you know, Lillian says, Lena, wait. And and it's not one like one Mississippi, two Mississippi. It's like three Mississippi, four Mississippi, five Mississippi. She really milks it.
1: She went for the bluff. She went mm-hmm. for it because she knew. She knew her mom would cave. Uh, and she knew what it would take for her mom to cave. And she was patient
0: and yeah. let it happen. Her little baby boy coming to kill her. That's what did it. That's what did it. So let's talk about James. Yes, and James has a lot to do in this episode. So James is suffering from horrendous PTSD from his gunshot gun from his gunshot wound, and we see it manifest itself in a couple of ways. You know, he freaks out in the hospital. He's a little jumpy and sweaty, as Kelly says, and he thinks he's coping with it because he believes that Manchester is the one that shot him, not Lex. Yeah, and he as we saw in last week's episode, Lex had um. Lex did severe trauma to James, and he is not over it. Do you think that, in some ways, so so Lex was in prison four years ago, right? He is in prison four years ago. That lines up with James moving to National City. So do you uh, think yeah, that ja- it does? Yeah. So I d- I think James even moved away from Metropolis to escape. Like it, he was like, oh, I'm here to look out after Supergirl and stuff, but also because he can't stand being in the place of his trauma, huh. and so he escaped to National City to basically start again. That's my That's theory. That's
1: a good theory. I definitely. I mean, we saw him testify, right against against to uh, testify. Lex. Testify. testify. Yeah, but we did. We saw him. We saw him testify. We saw him talk about his scars and everything. Did I ever mm-hmm. tell you how I got these stars? Scars? Um, Lex
0: Luther. Did I ever out. tell you, jury of my peers? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah. So yeah. I think that could that could work.
0: Yep. I, I, I think that's cool. But I think the the biggest wow moment for me for James like not dealing well with his with his recovery is all the TVs in his office are turned off, as Kelly points Mm. out. She's like, you got this wall of TVs that you're not like, because you know you're going to see Lex's face if you turn them on. But what's, like, those TVs have never been off. Ever. It's
1: true, ever. Ever.
0: Unless there's a a blackout or someone uh, destroys the office or something, they're always on. Always. And so for James to deliberately keep them off was huge, even though most of the time, that wasn't his office. But that's not the point. You know, but he turns them on out of obstinance, right? You know, not out of like, no, no, like he has to prove to himself that he's okay. You know what he yeah. says to Kelly? Because he says to Kelly, the only times you've come to visit me are when I was in the hospital because you could tell me what to do. And so for her to be like, your TVs are off because you're afraid of it, he's like, no way, that's not true. And he like turns the TV on. It's a very sibling relationship.
1: It very much is. But did you notice that, yes, he turns the TV on, but he doesn't look at them.
0: I know he's even sitting on the couch away from them in the yeah. other direction, yeah, he does not.
1: not look, and Lex is all over the screens, like she was right that that Lex mm-hmm. would be all over the screens, and he is he's turning them on to prove a point like you do when you don't want your sibling to be right, but That's he's right. not looking at the screens because deep down she is right, and he doesn't want to see lex he doesn't want the trauma, he doesn't want the p t s d to flare up mm-hmm
0: yes. Awful. so so then by the end of the episode when he does find out that Lex is actually behind his shooting and that Eve was the one that shot him that just does just does a whole number on him like yeah, a, really like it really messes with him more so than th- this is probably the first time that we've really ever seen James be this vulnerable yeah he was really rattled he was really
1: rattled by the whole thing because like this is not this is nothing i mean ptsd is a real thing you know it's not it's not something to mess around with and it's not it, it's it's serious right it, it, it really is serious so so yeah he's going through something real i do find i did find it like frustrating to watch him um throw it back in her face a little bit um that kelly. was kind of hard to watch yeah back to mm-hmm. kelly um because it was just sort of it was a, a stubbornness and like i ended up feeling bad for him obviously but in that moment when he was being stubborn and being saying that like he was fine and that she was just wanting to tell him what to do and all that that was a little hard for me to watch i was like you're just being a, you're just being a jerk now man like you're just being a jerk. And, and and by the end of the episode i was kind of won over because it's his self-defense
0: mechanism sure mm-hmm that's right and, and just like Kara admitting that she was wrong about you know she jumps down people, she sees red, and you know she says she's sorry, James goes to Kelly, his family, you know, so Kara apologizes to her family, James apologizes to his family, you know says, you know, I was wrong, you know, I'm sorry, and and Kelly, being a you know expert in trauma, you know like, I'm not going anywhere, not for a whole other season, buddy <laughs> yeah, gotcha. not getting rid of me yet. But I also like, but that means as we know that Kelly's sticking around for next season, we know that this is something that's, this is not a one and done deal for James. He's not going to be like, I'm magically better now. Because this is a man who has been shot, like he was guardian. You know, he's been shot at and hurt and all this stuff. So it's none of that stuff like got to him. You know, he's running into danger as we, as we, as we know, it's because it's Lex that like it really gets to him. It That's really, right. really, really, really gets to him. It's it's Lex Luthor that does it. Um and so it just shows you how it shows you how dangerous one person can be, even like the trickle effect of somebody's actions and, and yeah. what that does to people, whether you know whether you know, on purpose or accidental. Like I'm sure Lex Luthor in shooting James wasn't thinking about Kelly Olson and how that was gonna affect her, but oh well, here it is. You know, exactly. now she's going to have to cope with it too. It's really, it, it's a really good storyline, and and this uh, to see James this rattled is a little unnerving in itself because I mean, like he's been on trial with Guardian and what was that going to happen? He was like, ah, man, I got this. It's no big deal, but not here. He doesn't got this, and it's pretty, it's pretty powerful. It's good, and then you know his, you know he he gets quite anxious and you know and blurry in the White House when Red Daughter. A Supergirl attack. So now his, now his, um, I don't know, his uh, impartiality or even his uh, testimony is uh, is tainted because mm-hmm, he's not mm-hmm. thinking because he's not thinking clearly. He can't see clearly, and that's right. Yeah. So he, he the evidence that he could provide to help is is no good now. So that's crazy.
1: It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. Right. He's no longer an impartial observer.
0: Hmm. So, and then finally, Frank, and not so finally, because, you know, we just, we just, because exactly, there's more, because there's more, and so Jean is, is the, the biggest one, so Jean, we see as Martian Manhunter at the beginning, super cool, always fun, and, you know, and he kind of gets hurt, and he is praying to Byron, his father, and who shows up, quote, unquote, in the flesh, Totally thought it was going to be Manchester. It wasn't. It was yeah. all just, it was all just, it was pretty much Force Ghost Obi-Wan Kenobi. Basically.
1: Yeah. Had me fooled too, though. I thought it would be Manchester for sure. Um, turns out, no.
0: Nope. Nope. Still say we haven't seen the last of Manchester, but still. Um, Agreed. Yeah. And so, but, and my says, he's like, I got to take past, I got to take back the peace symbols because you failed, buddy. You're the worst. <laughs> and, and basically, because Jean says, I have no idea who I'm supposed to be. And Myron says, you. You're supposed to be you. But he doesn't know who that is because he's trying to live the life that his father has said for him. It has set up for him before he died. You know, I'm the last Creed Martian. If I lose myself, we lose Martian religion, every memory. My, like everything, everything is gone if I, if I go, which is not strictly true. Because McGann is on Mars, true, true. Oh no, McGann is a white Martian. Actually, I stand. Oh correcting. yes, you're right. So he's the last you know green what? Martian. Yes, yeah, yes. he is the last green Martian. Yeah, that's right. I, I almost forgot about that bit. So never mind. So he's the last green Martian. And so you guys, he loses, stop
1: writing your correction emails now.
0: Yeah, stop <laughs> typing. I remembered. <laughs> so so for him, to say, you know, I'm losing everything. That's that's pretty big and pretty powerful. Yep. Um, and so. And John says, I did, everything I did, I did in the name of peace. And, you know, and and everything I did, it did in the name of peace, like leaving Mars and all that. And Myron says, at least I didn't run, which is just a huge, like, huge slap. Is like, you know, and I've been trying to make up for that. I'm not a man of peace. I've been trying to make up for that, like, this whole, like, this whole time being on Earth, make up for that mistake, you know, um...
1: That's rough though, man,
0: right? Like that's that's hard to hear. Like hear your dad say, At least I didn't run. Right. And he didn't, which is true, but you know, that's but but also it's kind of Jean's self conscious He's, like, He's saying it to himself. He's saying it to himself. It's a little bit, you know, Darth Vader in the cave, you know, yes. if we're gonna go for a Star Wars metaphors here. Yes. Only what you take with you. Only only what you take with you. Yes. And Jean takes a lot of baggage with him is what Jean takes. Apparently, yeah. And so you know, so he knows who he's supposed to be, and he's like, who are you? I am the Martian Manhunter, and I'm like, yeah, baby, yeah, you are. You're say the Martian it. Man. I say it say to him it. again act the hell out of that David Harewood. Act the hell out of it, and so because I thought back to season one the first time when Sean is like, I am Jean Jones. I am the Martian Manhunter. You know that my name is Jean Jones. There's a He's come so far and gone backwards and come forward again. He's really like progressed and regressed and, you know, he's had a very interesting character arc since season 1.
1: He has. And he's so- really ebbed and flowed, you know, like he, he every time he's gone he's gone forward and then he's he's had something to like be a check on himself. He's gone from being a man of peace to being a man of war kind of a couple of times. Um mm-hmm you know just in the last year we've seen him ban all weapons from the deo lethal weapons from the deo and then and then you know kind of be back on it and then it's, and then he's being a man of peace because his father that was his dying wish and now he's killing manchester black and he's uh, uh, admitting that he's a, a man hunter like he's going through a lot and he's finding sort of who he is um and it seems like for a while there he he, he knew who he was but he fell away from it or learned more about himself and it caused him to question himself again. And now he's like re-finding himself and re-establishing uh, himself uh, for who he is. Exactly,
0: exactly. And I mean, Myron says to him at the end, he says, I didn't mean for you to like become me, to do me. You should help the world in whatever state is true for you. And you know, so he says, you know, I'm sorry I failed to impart my unconditional love for you. You know, mm-hmm. so, it, like, so Jean, like, almost, like, read what his father wanted him to do incorrectly. You know, he wanted him to be, you know, he wanted him to be happy and to help, like, all, like, like you know, parents want their children to be happy. And so he said, no, 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 like, you know, don't be me, be you, you know, you know, bring peace to the world the way that you would bring peace, not the way that I would, which is really not the message that he really gave him at the end. You know, but but John mm-hmm. has to be true to himself. He can't put so much of himself away. He is the Martian manhunter, and so and that's in that's important. And so Jean at the end is leaving Earth. We you know we, we, he gets a call for help, and he's like, "Nope, goodbye." So where do you uh, where do you think he's going? You think he's going to Mars? I I think so. Don't you? Oh yeah. I mean where else is he going? Ran? That's
1: that's my Thanagar? <laughs> Thanagar?
0: <laughs> Please. Comic, Don't comic make me jokes. laugh. Ha. Where's he where's he going? Krypton? Oh, <laughs> too oh. soon, my friend. Do soon. Uh, where's he going? Owa? <laughs> oh. Owa. Oh, oh, uh. Anyway, those are all names of planets in the DC universe. Yes. If you want to learn more about Thanagar. You can watch Legends of Tomorrow Season 1. If you want to learn more about Ran, you can watch Krypton. If you want to watch That's more right. about Krypton, keep watching Keep watching Supergirl. And if you want to learn about Oa, you can check out the animated series the Green Lantern on DC Universe. Wow, you're just you're just full of recommendations today. Aren't I? Well, I wanted to leave good ones, Frank. Good They're ones. good ones. Those are all good ones. Yeah, you could oh actually you could also check out one oh, to recommendations Frank. You could also check out um just recently released you can check out Justice League versus the Fatal 5.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Because it was uh Justice League versus the Fatal 5 was written by Eric Carrasco um of this of this very show of super of of Supergirl on the CW and he did a bang up job, a real spectacular job. And it's set in the Justice League, Justice League Unlimited universe. So Batman the Inman series, Superman the Inmate series, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. It's set in that universe. And they they um there's some Legion there's some Legion of Superheroes in it that you recognize. Brainy's in it, and Saturn Girl's in it, uh, and then some others that you that you wouldn't know if you only watched the Legion on the show. But Mon L is in it, actually. He doesn't say anything, but that was like, Oh, there he is, it's Mon Um and so it's and uh it's real it's real good. It's like one of the like best episodes of the animated show it's it's real solid great action great characterizations from everybody and while we were starting this episode Frank I I um I uh, um, I tweeted a couple days ago I said um, hashtag jail versus f5 was an excellent addition to the DCAU library and the Timverse continuity congrats to Eric Carrasco Alan Burnett and James Creek for a killer narrative stellar Easter eggs and Excellent characterizations. And while we were recording this episode, Frank, who liked my tweet? None other than Wonder Woman herself, Susan Eisenberg.
1: Oh, that's awesome. I thought you were gonna say Eric Carrasco, but that's
0: amazing.
1: That's... actually he actually he did like my he did like did he, he replied to yeah. it, didn't
0: he? He replied to it, yeah, too. So I'm I mean I like all his stuff at this point. He's gonna be like, Oh, this guy again, what the hell? <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. Pretty sure I'm older than you, Eric, it's no big deal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um. But anyway, uh. Yeah, Susan Eisenberg. And I tweeted that a couple of days ago. She was scrolling, That's which is pretty awesome. great. Love yeah, I'm. That. S- I'm very happy. I'm very happy because she's an excellent Wonder Woman. Good lord, is she an excellent Wonder Woman? Um. So anyway, Frank, that wraps up Storytime. That wraps up Storytime Village, and my plug for Justice League versus the Fatal Five, which is like a <laughs> good. Which is a good time. Um, well, Susan Eisenberg yesterday I think tweeted out. She's like, if you want to see more Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Hot Girl, Green Lantern, like if you want to see all the Justice League characters, support this movie because mm-hmm. I think that means like if this is popular, they'll make more. They'll do in more the, in yeah. that universe. So that means more Kevin Conroy, Batman, and like all that all that goodness. So good. Yeah. So buy it, Frank. Anyway uh that was a good bit frank how about that that was a good bit okay. all right one seeing the martian manhunter and all his martian manhunter glory always a good bit him just shouting i am the martian manhunter that alone mm-hmm. like take take my money absolutely even though i watch you on tv for free take my money
1: I mean Take that it. made it, that was worth my cable subscription for the month. Just that moment right there was worth paying for cable for this month.
0: Actually, and even just Supergirl and John floating there, like in yes. the sky at the beginning, uh, like they weren't even doing anything. They were just talking and I was like, wow, this isn't a really extended Martian Manhunter sequence, which I approved of because this episode was about him discovering who he was. And so hey, here's a visual reminder of who the Martian Manhunter is right at the beginning. It was pretty great. Yep. yep. It's pretty great. Uh the line crazy lex girlfriend (laughs) okay yes (laughs)
1: Uh, that was one of mine because i watched that show i love that show
0: oh you watch crazy ex-girlfriend oh yeah
1: i love it and uh that was just fantastic in fact marissa was in the room with me my wife uh when that when that line happened and she bust out laughing too and i was like oh good yeah fun for the whole family
0: (laughs) (laughs) see aren't you glad i make you watch this every week (laughs) (laughs) yes yes (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) <laughs> it was good it was good i loved it yeah it was good it was good i liked myron going a nice cup of coffee coffee and yeah coffee. <laughs> and then and then a smash cut to the lady pouring coffee to eve's mother pouring coffee it was i know great pretty that great was a nice that was a nice piece of editing it was so good um eve's password is i love lex <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> so on Eve. the nose so put some, some letters after it, you know, hashtag I love Lex. You know, something, Eve. That's an easy password. What are I you mean, doing?
1: F- for her, you know, being like a genius and all, you would think that she would have like some security? You would think.
0: You would think. You would You would think. Sometimes people are smart and they're not so smart, Frank. That is true. I loved the Metallo protocol. We learned how Otis is still alive. <sighs> the freaking Metallo, man. I'd how. I By- mean... Come on. I, I I wrote my five failed test. It means more Metallos. We only saw one of them. There are more Metalli. Me, me, Metallia. Metal, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, Metallia. Very good. Very good. So a huge part of this episode is the Alien Amnesty Act getting repealed. Yes. Um, and so we learned, you know, there was a couple of, Story bits that kind of get wrapped in—they really fit the narrative.ness I mean, they didn't fit the themes necessarily, but they're part of the narrative. Oh, speaking of Metallo's first and foremost, her using heat vision against the against um, the Krypton the crypt- a, a, a Kryptonite, kryptonite beams. blast. Yeah, mm-hmm. so great. Oh, that's what I live for. That really. was that was one of
1: my favorite shots of the of the episode right there. Oh yeah, just mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. the little things, Frank. Sometimes
0: it's really just the little things. Four years in, I still love that her heat vision is blue instead of red. Me too. I still love that. I love it. It's great. It's just so, it's visually interesting in a way that you're just used to red heat vision. Yeah. I just like that is blue. It's good. Um, so the M- Alien Amnesty Act gets repealed huge, right? Because Lockwood is just like, boop, blue, blue, doing my job in the White House, blue, 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 being a guy. And so he, and so we see Supergirl get trapped in the Lex, uh, the Lexo suit. Uh, um, with some kryptonite, you know, while Red Daughter as Supergirl attacks the White House. Pretty rad. Mm. Reminded me of the Nightcrawler sequence. I'll do this as Professor Thomas Corner a little bit, but um, the Nightcrawler sequence from X2. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Nightcrawler is like, I'm going to attack the White House because I'm mind-controlled and stuff. And he goes in and attacks the White House and the president and stuff. It's pretty cool. It's yeah, pretty cool. X2, Electric Boogaloo. Exactly. Notice that the president wasn't hurt at all, Frank. Did you I notice did notice that. that. Yes.
1: Does just, that just, just does that mean just, something do you
0: think? I would think so He just happened to be okay. I'm just saying, you know, just happened to be okay. But I also think it's interesting that I don't think that agent Liberty that Lockwood is in on all of this because why would he bring his son to a thing he knew was going to get attacked?
1: I very much agree with you there. Yep. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I don't think that he's in on it. Um and I uh, actually, uh, speaking of of Lockwood and his son, I feel like that was that sort of plays into the the theme of oh, family like stuff. Yeah, family. Right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Um, their their interactions there were were definitely definitely made me think of that.
0: That's good. Good call, yeah. Frank. I knew he fit in somehow. Good. Call. Yeah. And then, oh, go ahead. He doesn't know that he's a pawn. He doesn't know no, that he's he just
1: a chess piece in Lex's three-dimensional chess game he does not
0: realize mm. that no that's it that's an excellent and which is also gives i mean if 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 he's just a pawn what they wouldn't really tell him what's going on but also he thinks this attack is real so like yes. he's going to attack it with a real fervor the real fervor that he has not a fake one like it's it's as a master plan goes this is very well thought out writers so, are yeah scary frank they're very yeah. smart people. Well, it seems like this.
1: It seems that Lex, this version of Lex um, is very much like he, he he manipulates people into he doesn't like force people to do things against their will or whatever. He manipulates people into doing things for their own interests, mm-hmm. um, which then benefit him. Yes. So he manipulates Lena by actually having James shot so that she will cure James and then he can use that cure on himself. He is manipulating Lockwood into this fervor of fear of aliens and everything else, again, for his for Lex's own gain. He makes other people do things for their own reasons that happen to serve Lex as well.
0: Exactly. So exactly. that's his MO. That is this version of
1: Lex's MO.
0: It's a good... It's a good MO. I, do you like that version of, you know, like mass yeah. manipulator? Yeah, I do. Too. I really very much do. Yeah. I love it. I
1: love it. I think that's I think that is like that is solid like genius
0: evil Lex Luthor and that's that's the way it should be. It's that style of villain is very popular right now, right? Yeah. I think about like uh, the Joker from The Dark Knight or the villain from Skyfall or Moriarty or something like that—that that, 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 that like I foresee everything, kind of kind yep. of villain and plan it all out. Very popular in the pop culture right now. This is and, true, and so it's nice that Lex is, um, I would say, adaptable. That you know, adaptable that way. If sure, that makes sense. Yeah, that's good stuff. So let's move on to Professor Comics Corner, Frank. One we've already talked about. We've already talked about Metallo. Also, you have more good bits. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to overstep you. You
1: Uh no. Oh yes. Uh, one more good bit actually. Sorry. One last good bit. Um, I just in general loved everything about the trio of Supergirl, Alex, and Lena together. I thought that was they were. Such an amazing trio. And like, uh, we've seen them together before, but not like this and not in a while. Not since, I don't think, season three. So it was really great to see them, the three of them, working together as a team like this, where Alex and Lena both don't know that Kara is Supergirl. uh, And Supergirl is not necessarily fully in the lead. She is taking a step back and letting the other two play to their own strengths. You know, she mm-hmm. she took the step back by apologizing to Lena and really to both of them. And then yes. from there, that that's when things really blossomed for me. And they were able to really function as a team with they're each bringing their own strengths to the group and, and building each other up that way. So I loved everything about that. And I really am excited that the next episode looks like it's going to center on the three of them, you know, solving crimes and putting Bad guys kicking ass. And I know. Names.
0: It's like the the super cool team. When the, that framed shot when when um, Mrs. Teschmacher opens the door, and it's just the three of them. Can I help you, ladies? Oh. like they looked so good in the door frame. It was so great. well done. Looked so great. I'm so so pumped. So we already talked about Metallo already, which has shown up on Supergirl before. So yes, you know, we don't really have to talk about it again. Except that Metallo is a cool villain. Check him out. Yes. good stuff. Cadmus thirteen, the um, the gun that was used to shoot James is a Cadmus thirteen. This is a bit of a stretch, and really not related at all. But Cadmus is the company. Yes, thirteen is the number. Yes, subject thirteen is Superboy, and is made by Cadmus. That's it. That's all I got.
1: Okay. But so it's it's, it's I'm probably. not saying it.
0: I'm not saying it's connected. I think it's arbitra- I think it's fairly arbitrary be a reference though could be someone's reference like you know
1: just sort of a tip of the hat but maybe
0: it could be a tip who's to say but that's, if you that's
1: noticed the it it's fair to it's fair to say that someone else you know thought of it and was like oh we know like we need a number let's let's
0: put 13 because there's the significance to that yeah that's what who knows and then, of course, the attack on the White House is reminiscent of Superman Every 2. movie ever. Oh, yeah, Superman 2. Right. Superman 2, when when the Kryptonians attack the White House. And I right. already said uh, the second X-Men movie, X2, when Nightcrawler attacks the White House. Also, also well done, Frank. That wraps up Professor Comics Corner, except I have Professor Pop Culture Corner. Ooh. Um, yeah, Professor Pop Culture Corner. So, so Mrs. Tessmacher. Miss Testmocker. Miss Tessmacher, you know, the mother of Miss Tessmacher. Oh, oh, um, oh, oh, sorry. Miss uh, yes. yes, okay, sorry. Yes. 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 God, don't I know what I'm talking about.
1: I was so, like I'm surprised that you would say yes. Okay, I'm so, with
0: you. So yeah, so Eve's Eve's mom. Yes. Um, did you recognize her at all? No. She, I it, it's, wouldn't it be the first thing that came to um, she is crying girl from Mean Girls. Like I just have a lot of feelings. Oh my god! She doesn't even go here. That's her. No, are you? Are you sure?
1: Did you I'm see this?
0: Yeah, I looked it up. That's yep.
1: amazing. Yep. I'm so obsessed with that. That's <laughs> awesome.
0: Yep, yep. She doesn't even go here. Yep. Oh it's my like, god, that's I, awesome. Because if you watch the way she says. I drink a lot of milk. She has the same intonation as I just have a lot of feelings.
1: It's totally her. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And I love it. And I am so happy right now. That's so great. (laughs) That is so great. Oh, my God. This is the best thing. I am putting that clip in the show notes for any of you. Who may not have seen Mean Girls, you're missing out, but the clip is in the show notes. That's
0: amazing. She doesn't even go here. She doesn't even go here. Yep. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Good pull. Thank you. Thanks. We don't do a lot of Professor Pop Culture Corner on here, but we got you covered. That one was really
1: So we've had a lot of Mean Girls lately, because we had Aaron Samuels
0: a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Come on, Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) I will keep you here till four. I will. I'm sorry. We can't keep them here. I will (laughs) keep keep you here all night if we have to. We can't hold them past four. I will will keep keep you here here till till four. four. Oh, it's a great movie.
1: Amazing. Really tremendous. Oh, wow. Good observation on your part there. That is great.
0: She looked familiar, and I couldn't figure it out until after i watched the episode and i was like where
1: where oh my is she from yes that's her oh amazing so cool oh, anyway that was go. very much worth the extra corner i will create a chapter for this and everything <laughs>
0: fantastic
1: all right fantastic
0: cool. cool so frank take us out so we can talk about trailer tv talk
1: sounds good well thank you so much for listening everybody we really love you guys and appreciate you listening uh we just have a lot of fun talking about the show every week and it, it means the world to us that you have a good time listening uh we are available anywhere podcasts are found that includes apple google overcast stitcher uh pocket casts any podcast app you want we're on there and if we're not on there email me and let me know we'll, we'll be on there um we are also available at, at uh, SupergirlTVTalk.com, ThoughtBubbleAudio.com, at TVSupergirl on Twitter, mail at SupergirlTVTalk.com. If you want to send us your thoughts, your, your feelings, if you have a lot of feelings like Crying Girl, you can share them with us there. Just Follow us know. on Instagram uh, at SupergirlTVTalk. Uh, and, of course, don't forget to support us at Patreon.com slash
0: ThoughtBubbleAudio. Very good, Frank. Well done, well said, as you usually say things. Usually say them well
1: and Thank well you. said. Thank you. Now I'm going to say some trailer TV talk things.
0: Trailer TV talk things. First thing, Frank. Crime this episode coming up is going to be called Crime and Punishment. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another Which is hilarious because it's Russian. Do you get it? Because Red Daughter. I do. Hilarious. It's so good. I'll come back and and make that joke again. I hope so. That wasn't one of the books that she read
1: last week, was it? I don't think that was on her reading list. No, nobody read it. It's too sad. Um, (laughs) Touche.
0: <laughs> um, so, Supergirl is public enemy number one. Mm-hmm. Lockwood is tasked with finding and taking her down, and he's taking it seriously, as we talked about, because he thinks it was a real attack, which it kind of was. If you, I mean, people really—it like hurt. He's stuff. a true believer, though,
1: right? Like he's a zealot, mm-hmm. and and he really
0: believes in the cause. Hello there, true believers. Aww. Is that you, Ben Lockwood? Excelsior. Excelsior, indeed. And so Agent Liberty then goes to the DEO in Agent Liberty Guard, but it doesn't sound like Lockwood. It sounds like he has an accent. And so I wonder if somebody else is in that Agent Liberty suit. Interesting. Decoy? Potentially. I don't know, but it's cool to see the Agent Liberty Guard back again. because It is. We haven't I seen it like in a it. while. It's a creepy costume, and I like it. It looks cool. But Frank, uh, he's back, but we're not back until April twenty first because That's Supergirl right. is taking a bit of a hiatus before the end of the season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we, and so we have a couple weeks off, and Supergirl comes back on April twenty first, which is Easter Sunday. That's I right. Believe so. If you're sick of your family and your Easter ham, why don't you turn on Supergirl? <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly
1: by 8 p.m you know i think that's that's fair to to yeah, be ready are, to take a little break from the fam and people's gotta maybe, work
0: people's gotta work the next day
1: yeah that's true that's true so if you had enough of the fam had enough of the ham check out Supergirl.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> we could be in marketing frank yeah oh. we could we could i'm not gonna be though yeah that's crazy i don't want anyway. to change jobs anyway no 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 i
1: don't and yeah i that's that is my job, so yeah, I right. guess I'll just I guess I'll just stay in it then. You'll
0: just keep your job.
1: I'll just yeah. I'll just keep mine and you keep yours. Do you and, think your uh, employer
0: would take that as a good as a new slogan? <laughs> Sick of the fam? Sick of the ham? Watch them, Supergirl. How do you think of this for insert company where Frank works? Mm. Yeah, I don't think they'd love that.
1: No, props Uh nothing against you. And nothing against fams or hams, but I just don't think that's really their bag. Anyway. Um yeah, that's that. So we've got that uh, in a couple weeks, and then we know that uh, John Cryer did confirm this past week that his next appearance will be in the finale.
0: Yes,
1: um, officially, official that he shot those two episodes and then he shot the finale, and that, that it's it's all gonna it's all gonna come together there. So
0: as we had suspected, you don't bring exactly. in Lex Luthor and make him orchestrate everything to like just finish him, and the he is the big, he is the season big bad. So, yes. yeah. And they've really used utilized him for three episodes. Like they fingerprinted it like everywhere. It's just it was really well orchestrated. I'm very pleased with how the season is turning out, especially yeah. so close to the end.
1: Even though he wasn't in uh even though he wasn't in all about Eve, his presence was felt. You know, mm-hmm. his you said like you said, his fingerprints were all over it. And I, I think that's probably going to continue um for the for the rest of the season because 'cause we've got what five, five, episodes? five episodes 18 19 left? 20 21, 22. 22 yeah yeah so five, five episodes left i would not be surprised if his fingerprints are, are all over most of those five um and obviously he'll be in the finale but Mm-mm. yeah i i think i think that's a, a safe bet um and i th- i think that's really what we've got for major major news uh david Harewood uh is directing an episode later this
0: season so that's exciting too it is exciting
1: looking forward to that yeah. as
0: is he Yes As is he I would indeed, imagine indeed. so frank all good things so yes sir if you have if you don't have anything else then i say till next time up up and away